All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of um, our little sports podcast here. We miss sports. Sports, but louder. Yep. And it's been a bit. I mean, maybe it hasn't. It feels like it's been a bit. A couple weeks. It always blends together with our, well, with our other show. Well, luckily. That hopefully, the, you listen to. Yeah. Or you've, you've come across. Luckily, though, at this point, there's plenty to talk about. I know. Sports are back. Yep. I mean, it feels good. As of, well, I guess college football has well, been a couple back. weeks now. But yeah, football's back. Uh, yesterday was week one for, for most teams um, in the NFL. A lot of good games there. We got a little bit of, uh, maybe we'll talk a little Basketball Hall of Fame today. Yeah. NBA's uh, right around the corner. Probably yeah. just about a month away. Yeah. I feel no. like they always start right after uh, Indigenous so. Peoples Day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, other than that, I mean, I guess the agenda is somewhat of a grab bag. No, am I missing anything? No, NFL, um, college football, it's 2K, is it back? 2K came out. They got me. They got um, me back. There's some big MLB news, for once, yeah. even though that season is should be reaching its peak in interest as the playoffs are approaching. Oh, yeah, right. Um, college football expansion, so, you know, just some some random tidbits, but I you know we might as well start with the NFL. That's the, that's the hot ticket item. Yeah, so, I mean... It was a, first and foremost, NFL Red Zone is one of the best ways to watch football. It's really the only way to watch football. Yeah, I mean, you know, watching one game would have been fine. I would have been honestly happy to call it a day after watching one, but I genuinely watched every game. I mean, dude, the, the first half of all these games yesterday was like a very interesting experience. It felt like I was watching a pre like a fourth preseason game, right. essentially like sloppy football, mm. missed kicks, yeah. bad turnovers, lots of fumbles. Calls. Interesting calls, yeah. Like, like the, nobody knew what they were doing. Coaches, yeah. players, refs. Was no, everybody was just kind of confused. Now, once they there. went to the locker room and came back out, whole different ball game. Well, you know, actually, what they, what, uh, who's the guy that hosts Red Zone? What's his name? Scott Something Hanson. Yeah, yeah, Scott Hanson actually said that it was the lowest scoring first half of NFL Red Zone ever. Really? There were like truly no points on the board. Yeah. I mean, in the second though, what it was like comeback city. Every team who was down, or not every team, a lot of the teams that were down came back. But what I want to talk about. Or these missed field goals. Like, um, what, the Steelers kicker, I think, missed two. Uh, Young Hoku had his kick blocked. Like, nothing. It was almost like, it was almost unbelievable the amount, like, when they would line up for what should be a routine kick, let's say 50 yards, 53 yards for these pro kickers. I mean, Clank after clank, shank after shank, missed. and it was like in succession on red zone. Yeah, they were all were, happening at the same time. Right, right, yeah. So it was. It was tough. Um, but it, honestly, if anything, it was more entertaining that way. Well, dude, this is what I was saying earlier. It's almost like the games were so bad and, like, so sloppy that they were that, that's what made them so good. Like, you had there, weren't there two ties? There were two ties yesterday, weren't there? Yeah. Well, there could have been. Oh, no. Could, could have, have been, been two, two ties. ties. There was one yeah. tie and then one yeah. almost tie. I mean, almost actually three ties. What was the third one? The... Um, was it the because the Lions uh, Eagles game? No, that, that because the Texans Colts did tie. Yeah, So Texans and then, Colts tied, and the clock was going to run out. I think I'm maybe Steelers Bengals. That's what I'm. Bengals Steelers almost tied, yep. and then you had Panthers come back against the Browns. Browns. That was an ugly yep. game. The Giants ended up beating the Titans By one, in an yep. ugly game. Yep. And then you had the Saints come back against the Falcons in another like atrocious game. F- famous that James. ended up being amazing. He's hilarious, Mister Mister Payne all over. Yeah. Me. Dude, he's a every year he's just a he's a quote machine. You know, I, I like what they're doing over there. They're building a, a good organization. Um, you see the clip of Michael Thomas like foaming at well, the mouth. He, well, he got hurt. Michael Thomas? Oh no! Oh, uh, what, what's it called? He scored for the first time since yeah, twenty twenty. Right. Well, he was hurt and he came back. Yeah. yeah. People didn't. So, yeah, they're saying two seasons. People since didn't he think he game. was gonna, ever going to play again. Yeah. Um, 
the 4 p.m. slot left a lot to be desired, though. Yeah, those the games were all pretty underwhelming. But ironically, in the morning, because obviously Scott Hansen, he goes through the afternoon, he goes through the one o'clock and then the four o'clock. He showed the four o'clock, and I was like, oh wow, that's gonna it's gonna be an exhilarating Slate. slot of football, yeah. and ended up being really it dull. It was duds because um, the Cardinals stink. Yeah, um, I literally saw this video on YouTube or on TikTok of someone breaking down. It was like an analysis of Kyler Murray, and I was basically explaining like why they implemented the the homework clause. Because they were just like showing the plan. It was like so obvious. He just like doesn't know how to read a defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Chiefs looked really good yesterday. Um, Unstoppable, almost. I mean they probably had the best day out of any team to play. I think yesterday. some people were probably sleeping on the on the on the Chiefs a little too much. Yeah. You know they they still have Patrick Mahomes, still, still have Andy, Andy Reid, still have Travis Kelsey. It's yeah. really. It's almost a, a plug-and-play sort of thing, I mean, next man up. I mean, them boys in Miami look damn good. I know they're yeah, playing the Pats. I think they looked okay. Yeah, you know, it's... They, that they, game sucked. They, they look good in those colors, though. Tua. They got cool jerseys. You yeah. know, it was like... I mean, it was so hot. Tua was glistening. Trey Lance has a little bit of speed to him, too. That game was a slog. Yep. Dude, in the pouring rain, that game was tough to watch. Yeah, I mean, honestly... Pretty happy for the Bears, though. Justin that was Fields, a great too. win for yeah, the Bears. Great win for the Bears, yeah. the 49ers. Do you think uh, Jimmy G will make his way into the starting lineup? After that game, I mean, I, I think I think Trey Lance plays another week, maybe even another two or three weeks. Right. I don't think he played necessarily terrible. I'm sure Jimmy G at some point will start a game. I mean, injuries yesterday were just what you got T.J. Watt um, got hurt towards Peck, they're saying. So yeah. he could be out for a little bit. Um, somebody tore their MCL and is out for a couple months. That's... Um, I literally just looked at this. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. Yep. Elijah Mitchell tore his MCL. Dak is out for he's getting yep. surgery on his thumb. Major buzzkill. I picked at him the early. You see uh Stephen A said that Cowboy season's over. He's undefeated on Cowboys takes. Now surgery on a thumb, how long does that take you out of? I think he's out six to eight weeks. It's tough. It's very bad. It's a bad way to start the season. Um but, dude, how'd your, how'd, your, how'd your fantasy team do in week one? Well, you know, for the record, you know already how they yeah, did. I know. Because I, I beat your ass. Um, but they, they did okay. I mean, you know, for the, the longest, I was projected to not actually beat you, you know? You know, something about me is I, I never expect to win week one of, of fantasy football. Well, I actually did. I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. won an opening week matchup in fantasy football in my, in my life. Wow. Um, and so I'm just, I had like, waiting for hand. that day. Um, like every year, it's like the same thing. I draft my team. I'm like high about high. I'm like so high on it, and then I just it just it just never goes well in week one. Like people get hurt or well, a mean, variety you, you, of different things. You had some good performances, you know, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, it's never a complete squad. You know where I fell short was Aaron Rodgers. Didn't have a great day. Um, outside of that, honestly, things were were fine. I've definitely left some points on my bench. You know, you can't predict that necessarily, but. Um, you know, Michael Carter had a bit of a day. He uh, did. Unexpected. Rashad Brees was Bateman. supposed to be the guy. Yep, yep. But, um, you know, I'm just looking forward to next week. I think I have uh, maybe Charlie or something like that. Well, dude, the, the real interesting is so in, in my league that I've had, I don't know, it's like 10 or 11 years now, it's like since we just keep like refreshing or like since we keep just like reactivating the same league every year, it's the same schedule. So now I've literally oh, lost shit. to the same person week, week one, <laughs> maybe for like six years. They don't shuffle now. it up. No, <laughs> at least not that I've noticed. Maybe wow. I got to change the setting. No, that's funny. But um, you know, it's just like it, 
why can't for one year I start one and zero? It's like I'm always digging myself out of this yeah. hole and zero and one. All of a sudden you're zero and two, and then you can't go zero and three. God right. forbid zero and four. Yep. At least there's one more week. You know, it adds a lot of anxiety games, to the rest a lot of the schedule. Anxiety. Dude, I went to sleep last night depressed. I had to sit through that disgusting Cowboys game because I was down. <laughs> I was down like 35 points with Dak and Jerry Judy. This is in your real league. In my real yeah. league. And I'm like, okay, Dak will get me at least like 15, 20, and then it's on Jerry Judy. Dak gets like four. I got to sit through after like oh, three and out, three and out, three and out. What are you going to do about damn. him? Drop him, obviously. And well, I got Baker stashed on okay. the bench. You know, Baker, um, Baker, you know, I can't he, drop he, Dak. No. But Baker didn't look terrible. What a buzzkill, dude. You know, I was maybe. so depressed. I actually, I went to bed like angry. Yeah. There's, there's nothing else in the world. That, okay, there's few things in the world that can like really do that to a man. No, I mean, like I went to bed so angry. Now about you about lost a, about a sure. group of men playing on a field that I, I can't even control. And you lost for sure at this point. Well, I need like Jerry Judy to get me like thirty tonight, which is in the realm of possibilities. Yep, yep. But I mean, you know, I think fantasy adds this. Element. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking uh, things that are obvious here, but it does, you know, add a little bit of an element to it. I think it makes red zone obviously more exciting. Um, I need to, uh, you know, actually buy in a little bit more, and you know, maybe look at these matchups. Tinker next a little bit. Yeah, tinker, tinker with what's going oh, tinkering on. Tinkering, tinkering will get get the best of you. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I think it, it's it's so easy to understand why people who maybe gamble on sports like they they really into it, even if it's like five bucks here, five bucks there. Not You're invested, to, right? Yeah, not to justify it, but it does give you this little slight level of investment you know, that you otherwise wouldn't it's have. It's a decision you made. You yeah. might as well might as well ride it. Right, right, right. Um. But apparently, this was another uh, record-setting week of opening NFL football in terms they, of viewership. They oh, don't yeah. stop. You know, remember you remember four, five, six years ago, everyone was saying football's dead. Yep. CTE. It's the, the it's complete going opposite. I mean, there's there's start there. Football's so not dead that they're trying to play games in in it's days when they shouldn't dead. be playing games. They're talking about Christmas football, Black, they're Friday. Black Friday. They're yeah. playing in Germany, playing in London, yeah. playing in Mexico, everywhere. G- dude, Goodell is is running a, a good ship over there. And listen to this: um, Hard Knocks works. If you were wondering, like yeah. Hard Knocks, a TV show on HBO. This is you're a f- Lions fan now. I am one. I'm a Lions fan, and they've actually played pretty well. Yeah. But um, defense sucked. Probably because of Hard Knocks, the the, uh, the Lions Stadium was sold out, right? Yeah, yeah. So probably because of Hard Knocks, the Lions Stadium was sold out for opening or sold out for any game for the first time since 2019. Really? Yeah. 2019. Yeah. Really good in 2019. They still had Stafford. They still had Stafford. Yeah. They probably. I mean, dude, I feel like there was a number of years when they had Stafford where they were just like hovering around like eight and eight, six yeah. and nine, yeah. seven, whatever, six and ten, yeah. seven and nine. No, I mean, Hard Knocks definitely works. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's funny because, you know, I haven't necessarily watched all the Hard Knocks, but I, presumably they typically do teams that aren't the best. That's usually the formula. And I think the narrative is built around, okay, this year will be different. You know, who's going to make the team? So you watch Hard Knocks, and it's a lot of people who are just about to get cut, essentially. I mean, the four people who they focus on, I don't think any of them are on the team. Two of them. Who? Uh, oh, one the, the, the running, running back, back yeah. and then... Maybe it was just the running back. Yeah, oh, and the then the, back, and the Rodrigo got, kid. Yeah, yeah. But dude, yeah. there was like there were like parts on. Uh, I was like watching Rodrigo the game. played. He was out there. Rodrigo uh, started, yeah, I yeah. think, and he was out there, and they would like show him on the sideline and be like, "Damn, that's Rodrigo!" And like, why the hell would I care about this guy, yeah, number Rodrigo, if I, did, if I didn't watch line. Hard Knocks? Right. No, I mean that's pretty cool. Um, overall, I mean it's a it's a winnable formula. I think they were they were definitely doing Hard Knocks before they were doing. Um, uh, 
F1s. Uh, road drive to, survive, to survive, drive yeah. to survive. I feel like whatever, dude, yeah. they've been doing hard knocks for a while. Right. I mean, there's a season great. back when Gruden was on the Bucks. Yeah. That was like 15 years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. HBO knows what they're doing over there. I know. They, they're, they're always ahead of the game. Um, but what do you think about the fans throwing trash at Dak when he was leaving the field injured? You know, the disrespect, it, it's unbelievably bad. Um, I don't know how else to put it. I think, you know, how does Dak feel about that? Probably not great. He wasn't happy. You know, do you think he wants to go out there and wear the star on his helmet after that sort of treatment? You Cowboys fans, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, and they're saying that uh, Mike McCarthy might be the first head coach fire of the, of the season. They're saying that already? That's that that's the oh uh, my that's the go-to overreaction right Dallas now. is so dramatic. Everything to do with that team is such like a, a drama show. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's I like think Donald Trump's really the owner. No, yeah, literally. <laughs> it's like they will be okay. I imagine they won't be great. Losing Dak is not ideal. Honestly, Zeke I thought looked pretty good. He looks solid. Yeah. yeah. The know? the O line is just they're all hurt too. Yeah. I mean Tampa looked great. Oh yeah, Brady's Julio, so bad. Dude, Julio looks like like prime, prime Julio. I, yeah. I haven't seen dude. He's like he's like fast again. I mean, they're running end arounds with Julio Jones, catching Brady's dots. Um, they're dude. They're damn good. They yeah. are good. And Leonard Fournette. It looks like he's got like plus ten speed yep. since last year. Yep. Good to have that guy on your team. Let me tell you that. Yep. Um, what were we talking about before? Oh, the Cowboys. Yeah. No, that's Dak that's trash. <sighs> I mean, you know, it's 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 a problem that's hard to solve. You can't for the go. Stadium. You can't go booing in week one. No, There's so early. much left to happen. Especially, the guy was hurt. Yep, yep. Come on. And that was when he was leaving because of the injury. I believe so. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it was 19-3, to which, like, it was kind of just a slog of a game. Right. But, you know, they could have scored a touchdown or something. <laughs> That's the goal. That would have helped. That would have helped. Bad day for field goals, though. So they were probably... Uh, they were scared. Yeah, yeah. they didn't, they didn't well, want to risk the, it. Well, the, the real news, I don't know if you caught this, but the Chiefs' safety was out there kicking for them. Yeah, well, Harrison, he's a DB, right? Because Harrison Bucker rolled his ankle yeah, on mean, a kickoff. His first kick went through the uprights. You know that? Uh, well, no, he, he made the extra point. No, but yeah, then, kickoff, yeah, that he went kicked through. it so far, literally went through the uprights. Guy had a, a, a cannon, yeah. Yeah, a cannon. And they are they're saying, too, like, you know, they actually don't really miss out much from having him out there because the guy can make a damn tackle. You know what I mean? Like, well, dude, that's what I was telling my roommate. I was like, dude, it's almost better. Yeah. They should start doing this more often. Now they have an extra tackler out there yeah. on, on kickoff. Right, right. Um, but should we go? Should we go college football? Yeah, let's let's talk college football. Um, so most notably, there were some pretty big upsets yesterday. From I don't know if there were upsets, but there were some some very big names lost and some yesterday. Close games that maybe shouldn't have been so close. Yeah. So so to start, there were some there were some teams with very big names that lost to some schools from the Sun Belt that they probably shouldn't have lost to. So you have Notre Dame, Texas A and M, and Nebraska all played teams from the Sun Belt, and they flew them out there to basically they paid to play them. For a combined four point five million, and they all lost. And then not a good look. Not a good look. And then following that, Nebraska fired or yeah, Nebraska fired their head coach. Who'd they lose to? These teams. Notre Dame lost to Marshall. Texas A and M lost to Appalachian State. Appalachian State. And then Nebraska lost to who? Georgia Southern. And then Nebraska lost to Georgia Southern. So great day for the Sun Belt. They're making that was like free money and a win, but terrible day for those other and, teams. And great day for the fans at those institutions, right? You oh, know, they you had, had a to ball. run around. And I see, I was just looking at a video from Appalachian State. You got the students like running in the street, like they just won the uh, the Natty, which they in many ways basically did. I mean, that's, they basically did. That's it. a top win in that program's history. Oh yeah, know? and I mean, and shortly after, Nebraska fired their head coach, which is just ridiculous. Which is hilarious because. 
To hire him, they paid another school $3 million, then signed him for a seven-year, $35 million contract, fired him, had to pay him $7 million. If they had waited till October, they would have had no, to... No, no, they oh, no. paid him $15 they, Yeah, so they yeah. fired him, paid him $15 million. If they had waited till October 1st, it would have only been 7 so you couldn't wait three weeks, guys. And they paid all that money for a 16-31 record during a stint. You, you know what, though, too? It's like, if they waited that long and they kept losing, you think uh, that relationship would have been good? They must have had a pretty poor relationship as it was and was just looking for an excuse to get rid of the guy. I mean, I mean, he loss was, and you kick him in the can? I mean, he's been losing. Right. I think it's just like they were, they were looking for a token loss yeah. is what they were looking for. Yeah. They, they needed like a substantial reason to justify the, the cash Right, burn. yeah, nobody's going to push back on that one. Um, but in other news, which we haven't talked about yet, the CFB expansion. That's, I mean, that's probably the headliner for the day, right? That's the biggest news. Um, so they're going from traditionally four to now 12. Um, gigantic boost. I think fans have been calling for it since the college football playoffs began. Um, I think it's the ideal amount, probably. You know, you're not going to do 16 or anything like that. I think 12 is about right. Four top teams have a bye, and then, you know, they go from there. Um, I mean, the best part, if you ask me, is that the fir- in the first round, the home teams have real home games. It's not at neutral sites. Yep, yep, um, which is just great for you know, those schools. I think, ultimately, the, uh, the effect on the actual, pers- the actual team that hoists up that trophy is negligible. No effect. It's going to be uh, similar teams as always. They just have to go through a little bit more. That being said... I do think that it's worth giving those teams more, like, a, it's Exposure. almost like a tougher road, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even if they're the, the best team regardless, you got to go and play for four quarters. Like, go, go win an extra game. Right. And, it, you know, at the very least, it opens up the door for, one, some very interesting matchups, which yep. will probably lead to some very interesting, probably, upsets. Yep. But also, I do believe at some point it'll happen where, like, Bama will lose to, like, an eight seed, whatever school that is, maybe from some weird conference. Yeah, I mean, within the next, like, 50 years, probably. I mean, it probably, since the TV deal is so big, it's like $2.2 billion, it probably opens up another doorway for some of these schools that might be, like, seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, ten to get some more cash in the door right. and maybe start competing with those bigger schools. That's a way to think outside the box, yeah. They bring in some money, maybe be able to recruit a little bit better. I mean, I mean, if you can just say you're you're making, you've made the play. Hey, we like we've made the playoff last few years. Yeah. We're like an up and coming program. Maybe that you know persuades some kids to, no, to no, trickle 100%, down. Because before, I mean, they were playing in like the Taco Bell Bowl. You know, you, you can't bring kids for merch. Yeah, kids don't get excited for merch. Yeah, especially now with the NIL. I mean, you know who who gets in now? Who maybe before wouldn't have had a a sniffing chance. I mean, because before you have your Alabamas, you have your Georgias, you have your Clemsons, um, who's like the perennial four. Oregon, maybe, Ohio Notre State, Dame sort of thing. Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Sucks, yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, now you probably get a school like Cincinnati who yep. made it last year, but they're typically like between seven and eight. Now they're a regular. Yep. Maybe a school like Michigan who rarely makes it. Now they're a regular. Yep. Um, maybe a team that has like a one-off good season and they're ranked 12. Well, they get it. Maybe a, a team like years BYU. Back, um, who was it? Uh, the team down Florida, they were like the Golden Knights or Florida. Oh, Florida, Florida Southern. No, I don't know. But they national. I don't know. I don't know. But they like had an undefeated FIU? season. FIU. It might be FIU. I'm not. I don't think it was. FIU it was wherever did. Taco Fall played. Central Florida. Oh, you're right. UCF. Yeah, UCF. Yeah. Yeah. University of Central Florida. Yeah. Undefeated season. You could make the case that if this was the format back then, there's no reason why they 
I mean, they were the only undefeated team, right? So it's like there's yeah. no reason why they wouldn't have been in this playoff, you know? You know, there's, pro- <laughs> you know, there's probably a suite of players who played in from, like, 2014 to 2020 mm. who not only missed out on NIL – but oh, missed out on this new college football format. Oh, yeah, they're sick. Yeah. Not only do they get no bread, but also, like, their season ended, like, well before it Like, their have. teams were really good, yeah. but just not good enough to, to, to get it. That's tough. Um, but also, in, I guess, NIL news, for lack of a better word, um, players can now uh, make money off their jerseys. Fanatics is, like, directly yeah, doing big that. big deal, I saw, yeah. yeah. And so what, if you buy it, Online, that's where they make money. I'm assuming. I think it's only through Fanatics right now. Okay, but so like, Fanatics if you, if you're has at the place. I think Fanatics has like handpicked oh, maybe okay. like it's a lot of players. It might be like a thousand players. Oh wow! On like good teams that you know, I guess have already have high jersey sales. Right. And they're, they're just like, okay, if you people buy it through Fanatics, the athlete gets a cut. Wow. I mean, uh, one other point on college football is you know, Alabama and Nick Saban, I think are. Uh, They've got a lot of explaining to do. So, actually, I watched this game at Banners um, at uh, next to TD. Review of Banners? A lot of TVs. Big TVs. Incredible amount of TVs. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen more televisions. Big? Big TVs? Gigantic, yeah. Well, one of them is, like, actually ginormous, like, in the literal sense of the word. Like, probably 16 straight TVs up, worth. Straight up like Jumbotron. Straight up Jumbotron, yeah. And then there's a bunch of, like presumably regular-sized TVs around it, just different-sized TVs. So it kind of actually makes it difficult to, like, decide what you're focused on. I was going to ask, how do you pick what, what TV to watch when there's such an abundance? You, I mean, do you just go for the biggest? Is it proximity? Angle? <laughs> you know, I, I went for the games. I went for the biggest game at the end of the day. But there's probably some people there who have plays on anything. I mean, you should have seen that there was, like, apparently Alabama fans in there who were like, roll tie like, every time they scored. Like, it's crazy. Where well, did they come from? Something I've learned is that in, in every city... You can find the, like, sports team bar. Like, there's probably, like, a Yankees bar in Boston. There's probably a Mets bar. There's probably a Bama bar. I know there's an LSU bar um, near Fenway. You know what's funny is uh, during the college basketball season last year, there's, like, a random group of people wearing, like, uh, Duke basketball jerseys at a a bar in South Boston. Like, literally, like, a mob of them watching this game. Oh, I mean, Duke's not a a great example, but... like, the fact that that many of them existed, it was almost like they were alumni. It wasn't like uh, just Duke fans. You know, I bet if you tried, there's probably a, there's probably a UMass bar in, in a lot of places you wouldn't think. Yeah, we'll be scanning for that one. When, but we're, when we're number one in the country uh, this year for basketball. Yeah, yeah. Either way, Alabama ended up squeaking out a one-point victory that, honestly, they probably shouldn't have gotten because the worst call of all time happened. Actually, this, this is something I need to rant about. So, basically, Texas is about to sack... Um, Bryce Young. Yeah. yeah, Texas is about Bryce Young's dropping back. He's in his own end zone. Te- Texas is about to sack him. Obvious safety here, right? They, they, you could pull up this clip. It is very much a clear safety. I'm actually looking forward to people debating this. But clear safety, refs sniffing the danger that Alabama's in realize that they have to act if they want to protect Nick Saban. They throw the flags. They call unnecessary roughness and targeting. And it's like a whole debacle because they're like huddled up and they're like, well, we're not really sure what we called or like why we called it or like they're like one of the flags flying left and right. Yeah. And like they ended up obviously like upholding the calls. Like it ended up not being a safety, which, by the way, cost Texas obviously two points and the ball back. And they were already up at this point, I think, by like maybe a field goal or maybe a touchdown. Either way, like that would have swung the whole game, especially in a game where they lose by one point. Come on. That was the worst call I've ever seen ever so much that I was mad about it. Dude, was that Archie Manning out there? No. 
No. Their Texas quarterback? Yeah. No, they had um their their stud, what's his name? Like e- yeah, so Texas started the game off with Quinn Ewers, who's like their freshman guy. Um, but he got hurt, and so then sophomore backup uh, Hudson Card played like essentially the, the whole game. Um, Quinn or what, uh, whatever, what the fuck his name Ewers. Yeah, he he got hurt in like the presumably like the first quarter or early in the game. Um, but I mean, either Texas is really good, or Alabama ain't that good. I think my Bama's guess just is going to be sus, dude. Yeah, my be- my guess is that it's a bit of both. Texas is a very good team. They deserve to be in that game. They should have won. And Alabama is either rusty or, like you said, very suspicious. Very suspect. Right. Yeah. Um, but also in college, you know, uh, Clemson, they just re-signed Dabo Sweeney to 10 years, $112 million. That makes him the second highest paid just behind old Nick Saban. It's a whole lot of money, but, you know, the results speak for themselves at the end of the day, right? You know? I guess so. How, do, how does those deals compared to NFL coaching contracts. Like, do you know how much, like, like how much, what's Bill make? What's Sean McVay make? Can you look that up? Yeah, let's, let's see. I feel like college coaches almost make more, dude. Especially, who's that USC coach? Lincoln Riley, he's on a massive deal. And he's getting a house. Yeah, and, and he's getting a house. All right, NFL head coach salaries. So, Sean McVay makes 18 mil. This is what they're making this season. All right. 18 mil. Bill Belichick is making... Wait, this thing doesn't even have fucking numbers. It just says million. <laughs> All right, hold on. Is that info, like, not disclosed? No, I just think the site's being janky, because, like, the the little preview gave me numbers, but when you're actually there, there's no numbers. Classic Google trick. And this well, just looks like it's an old freaking article. Wait, no, this is from 2022. Huh, maybe that Sean McVay thing was wrong then? All right, well, <clears throat> no, I'm going to find an accurate list. I don't trust what I'm seeing. All right, 10 highest paid NFL coaches in 2021. You know what? I'm just going to go back to that original one and flip my phone sideways and hope that fixes it. Yeah, this thing's freaking stupid, dude. What? No, I'm I'm gonna get the answer to this, even if it takes us forever. All right, this is from April 2022. All right, Bill Belichick 12 mil, Pete Carroll 11, Gruden 10, Sean Payton 9.8. Yeah, so there. I mean, there is pretty the, on par. Yeah, with the college guys, it seems to be right around the same thing. I mean, that's probably why you know they they don't even bother leaving. You're making the same amount of money arguably less scrutiny if you're already good, right? I mean, like... It's probably easier to stay good. Yeah. College football is a... It's such a different animal. Right, and it's like you're not, you're not necessarily needing to manage things like uh, cap space. You know what I mean? Like, there's you no do have to front recruit. office. You do have to recruit. I, f- I feel like recruiting is like a very underrated yep. pain in the ass. Yeah, but, you know, you'd... you'd at, this, at the end of the day, being a coach is a skill. Recruiting is a skill. You would like to imagine that they get better with time. You know, they figure out what works, what doesn't work, where to save time. Dealing um, with young men instead yep. of people who are closer to your age. Yep, yep. Um, but nope, all I'm going to say is uh, it's a good start to the football season. I'm glad that there's uh, some stuff for us to talk about. Granted, we always have stuff to talk about. But now we got, now we got now, real yeah, stuff yeah, to talk got, about. Yeah, now we really got stuff to talk about. And I guess, do you have anything else before I go to 2K? No, hit him with it, man. So I bought 2K. Um, you know, my, my review is still pending. I will say that I've enjoyed playing it. I um, did a little bit of my team. I uh, 
did a little bit of my MBA. Um, in terms of what's new, my team got rid of, I told you this, my team got rid of like those contracts. I don't know if you ever played it where it's like yeah, you can only yeah. use a card for X You need like a gold contract yeah. plus 10 games they or They got rid of that. And like I, every year I get it. I'm like, I'm going to do my team this year. But the fact that they got rid of contracts might actually make me play I my team. I used to love my team. Yeah, because now you can really collect them. It's kind of cool. Yeah. How many hours you put in so far? Maybe like two. Came out, what, two days ago or something? Yeah. Um, you know, there, there was a time and a place when a new game came out. I'd probably log 10 hours in the first right two away. days. Yeah, right away. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll play, you know, one of these nights. It just, the itch isn't there like it used to be, you know? Um, but maybe I'll make my career. You know, I was thinking, I usually make like some sort of guard, explosive, you know, good shot. Who doesn't like that? But I was thinking, you know who would be a good player to emulate? Rob Will. Now, that would be fun. I don't know. An athletic sort of big. All you're doing is bruising in the paint, blocking shots, grabbing boards, dunking. I think that would start out fun, but then, like, you get that itch to start pulling up from from way deep. Yeah, you know, what you do is you make him, like, 6'9", which is not necessarily too tall, maybe 6'10", small forward, or acceptable SFPF, but just crazy bounce. Well, now they have, like, the, the whole archetypes thing. You don't even make them by position. Yeah. It's just by, by body size. Well, that's why you can get around that by creating a player and then just putting it in my NBA. And then, you, you know, you can play with them as you wish. It's your classic walk. finesse. That's the classic finesse. But um, review pending. Um, I will have negative things to say. I, I still do a little bit, right? Like, they have this new thing I think they introduced in the last 2K called conditional coaching, um, which basically is, like, you can tweak the sim to behave in certain ways when certain things happen, right? So you could say, like, oh, when my team is up 20 points in the fourth quarter, put in my bench. Like, things like that, which, like, should... It's kind of interesting. No, it is pretty interesting. It's just broken. It doesn't really work, which is annoying. Um, but hopefully they iron it out. Like you said, game just came out. You know, these these bugs happen. Um, but I'll get back to you. I'll let, oh, I'll let you know how my, my team's looking. It's looking damn good so far. But that's just because of the packs I got, you know? You bought BC? No, no, I didn't buy VC. I think like early bird sort of special there you or go. something like that. You but bought the, the default version? I bought the uh, version above that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't resist. <laughs> you know, it was negligible. I thought, what's the extra 10 bucks? Um, well, what's, I, I know review pending, but what's the, what's the too early view review? Too early review is, um, you know, I should be able to have fun with it. I don't know how many hours I'll log into it. I mean, the, the, my MBA, uh, well, actually, first and foremost, Jordan Challenge is really cool. That that will get my time. Um, it's they're not easy either. I mean, the first one's like sixteen points and nine rebounds, which like doesn't sound hard and like really isn't hard. But like I can imagine they get harder. And these are games like he went from him in college too. Yeah, right? yeah. The That's first cool. one's him in college. Um, and then my MBA does this thing, kind of like piggying back off of that, is where you can start your my league now in the eighties. No way. Yep. And like you can start from there and like the rosters are accurate, the jerseys oh, are accurate. Oh, they had that in the last game yep. too. The um the you can change the presentation to look like it's from the 80s. That's cool. And it changes with Oh, time. we would have some good fun with uh, that. Dude, dude, I'm saying like automatically too like uh you know how before they probably got it, draft classes teed yeah, up. Draft classes teed up like um let's say it's like 80 whatever and it's like oh well now the Mavericks are a team now the Heat are a team it you know that's how you listen to the people that's man that's good people. it's gonna be good fun um, but it's been two years since you bought the game so how does it immediately compare to the old one the, so you had what 20 no so 21? I well so the, 
I did actually play 22. I just didn't buy it when it came out. Like right. I bought it when it was like 15 bucks. Um, and I didn't, actually didn't put any time into it. So just to compare it to the previous one, this one is better. All right. Yep. All right. Good stuff. All right. Um, so let's, should we pivot? Or let's keep to going NBA. You had some other NBA stuff. The Hall of Fame. Oh, not much on it necessarily. I mean, we could save that for next time. Once, let's wait till they announce the next, the, the people who could be eligible for All right, the next so one. So we'll wait on that. Um, but let's finish talking about the MLB. Big yeah. day, for big. You know, there's actually been some news in the MLB lately. Yep. So obviously Rules we got changes. So Albert Pujols hit number six ninety seven, a bomb to, to deep center field. He's three away from seven hundred. How many games pat- left? Under a little under twenty. I think he's got twenty games left wow. to hit three home runs to get to seven hundred. Six ninety seven, put him past a rod. Mm-hmm. Now what's the record? Seven fourteen. Now that so Babe Ruth is seven seventeen. Oh, shit. I believe. But if you ask me, I mean, he ain't getting it. At this there's point, there's really only two people above him because Barry Bonds is a wash, right? And then so you have Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth. Yeah. So he's technically three right now. That's not bad. And he's not. It'd be unreal if he caught Babe Ruth. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. And uh, postseason home runs don't count. Postseason do not count because yeah. they will make the playoffs. Right. But um, you know, maybe he'll get it in spirit then. You know, it's, it's remarkable. And he's just so happy out there. He's yeah. just having a good time. Well, and everybody's so happy for especially him. Especially after the slow start to the season. I don't think last year he, he was really playing. He anyway. wasn't really playing at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Then he started getting hot, dude. Yeah. Now, now he's rolling. He's having multi-home run games. Now, he's hitting bombs. Now he's that's how get a farewell it. tour is ran oh, right yeah. there. That's you know? how, yeah. Lower the bar, and then you, you do it up. You there. know, that's how Michael Jordan would go out. Yep. He would get the record. And, and, yep. and, and Albert Poole is going to get the damn record. You know, that's, well, oh, my God. You know what I was thinking? Total aside, but while we're on... Um, talking about records we're thinking about over here getting tickets uh what we should do is i agree we should go celtics lakers and that's a no-brainer what we also should do is figure out when, when and Le- where lebron might break the record and go to that game no matter where it is no matter where it is i'm down we should do that i i'm very down yeah i mean if you look at a slate like it can't be that far it's gonna come down we're gonna have to wait yeah, we're gonna have to narrow it down to like three to four games right. based on some some calculations, right. and then oh, time man. it. Imagine if we go to the wrong game, <laughs> like <laughs> like like he's like or he's he like misses it or he's like yeah, no, he's like he's like three points away, and this is obviously the games he's gonna break it. Then he like sits out. Oh my god, I'd that. be so I'd be I'd be depressed. I'd be violently depressed. No, yeah, that'd be sick. Hopped on a plane to like Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all right, back to baseball. So there's some rule changes this season. Yeah, so the MLB, the, some big rule changes from the MLB com- Competition Committee, which is an interesting thing to have. Um, but they're implementing a pitch clock of 26 seconds. Oh, no. Okay, so the, the, MLB, the, uh, the MLB Competition Committee implemented three big rule changes to increase pace of play, so make the game faster, and quote-unquote make it more exciting again. So they're implementing a pitch clock, and when they ran the test last year in minor league baseball, it increased pace of play by 26 minutes. That's okay. sizable. That's not bad. Half an hour? Hell yeah. And then they are banning the shift. That's on sh- average. On average. Okay. Um, and then in addition to that, they are banning the shift. So no more of these funky formations loading up the right side, loading up the left side based on analytics. It's just play baseball, and they're supposed, to like be, that one. they're supposed to be more hits and make the game more exciting. Yep. Now, um, you may not have this on hand, but how long have those rules been implemented? What? Like the, how long has there been a pitch clock? So the pitch clock has only been a thing in minor, minor league baseball last year. And the majors have never Majors have it. never done it. Okay. And then the shift has always been allowed. The shift has always been allowed. But it's a thing that coaches are doing. So, so the shift has always been allowed, but like as analytics have become... Yeah. 
a bigger part of baseball, mm-hmm. the shift has also become because like if a guy hits it to right field seventy percent of the yeah, time, you you're be. gonna move your de- defense that way. Right. Um, so it's just like you know prohibits a lot of balls, like a lot of balls that would be hits in normal fielding mm-hmm. areas become outs right, because people outs. are just in the right place. Right. Wow. You know what? Um, I'm obviously not a baseball purist. I think that, and I think and can see why. Actual baseball fans may not like this. And the players hate it. The and players are I way can against see it. especially why the players hate it. I think what the MLB is doing is trying to cater to people like me who don't necessarily really care what's going to happen out there, but they want to watch some sort of entertaining sport. I mean, dude, it's also confusing. Like, for an average fan, you look out on a baseball field and half the players are on the right side. It just doesn't make any sense. Yep. And well, then the commentators have to explain it. Yeah. Uh, just, it just overcomplicates a game that is, in theory, so simple. I predict a 10% increase in hits year over right. year. Mark it down. Mark it down. Um, and then they're also making the bases larger. I don't, re- I don't know why they're doing that. That's maybe, for the, that's maybe, for the photos. For, maybe for injuries. I don't know. They should make a clause where every year they increase the size of the bases by a little bit. See how, how far they can push until the Until someone notices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until, until they have the will to reverse it. Yep. Like the, the bases are getting too large. Because that wouldn't change the game, right? It doesn't bother anybody if it's a gigantic base. Although it does make it easier for the defense. Right. Because right. think about it. If you're stretching for a ball at first yeah. and the base is larger, there's, it's less room you have to go. Right. It's game of inches. Right. Oh, so this is now helping. In essence, yeah. yeah. But also probably, it's probably an injury prevention thing. You know, they want people rolling their ankles. I don't know how often that does happen, although I think it would happen a lot on those. It it makes no sense to me that the bases aren't flat. That's the stupidest thing in the world. But aside from that. (laughs) Um, Last thing before we wrap up, the MLB is allowing work from stadium. So you can pay 50 bucks to go to a Mariners game, and they're going to do it at a lot of other stadiums. Um, you get free lunch. You get to sit in this cool box, access to Wi-Fi, and just work from a game. And so what's the 50 bucks get you? It basically gets you lunch and a ticket <laughs> okay. and Wi-Fi. All right. Well, you know, that's – I can see how you could rationalize that. Yeah, I mean – Maybe it's a couple – I mean, nobody's going to a million of these things. Well, right? dude, so 50 ba- bucks here there. Baseball's so slow that you could, you know, you could work from a baseball game. You it's get not- your whole game done probably, yeah. You yeah. could get two. Double header. Do they do those back-to-back? Not on the MLB. It's always different days. Doubleheaders? Yeah. No, sometimes they do two in the same day. Really? If they got to, like, make up a game. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty Rain awesome. All right. That's all I got, man. All right. Sweet. I'm going to go hoop. All right. Go for it, dude. Right. It's getting dark out there. I know, but they got lights, yeah. Cool.